Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in to Energy Awareness Radio. You know, at the end of every Ellen DeGeneres show, Ellen makes the statement, be kind to one another. And she said this since day one, and she will more than likely continue to say that until we finally get it. You know, it is important to be li- to be kind to one another. It's, it's great for each of us, not just the person we're being kind to. When kindness becomes your primary goal, everything changes. How you look at life, what you get from it, and how others interact with and relate to you. And it's all for the better. And we'll be talking more about this in a few moments. This is your host, T. Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio. I am the founder and CEO of the Soji Huggles Children's Foundation, a nonprofit dedicated to providing the basic necessities of life to underprivileged children. I'm also a reconnective healing practitioner, certified vibrational sound therapist, and positive psychology and energy psychology practitioner at Quantum Wellness Center, my private practice located in Sussex County, New Jersey, where Energy Awareness Radio streams to you live each and every week. My guest, Jill Lublin, is an international speaker on the topics of radical influence, publicity, networking, kindness, and referrals. Jill is a master strategist on how to position your business for more profitability and more visibility in the marketplace. She's CEO of a strategic consulting firm and has over 20 years of experience working with over 100,000 people, plus national and international media. Jill teaches publicity crash courses as both live events and live webinars and consults and speaks all over the world. She's the author of four best-selling books, including Get Noticed, Get Referrals, and co-author of Guerrilla Publicity and Networking Magic. And her latest book, Profit of Kindness, is our topic for discussion. Now, her websites, so I get them in here tonight, are profitofkindness.com and jilllublin.com. So that's J-I-L-L. L-U-B-L-I-N.com. So welcome to the show, Jill. Thank you for taking time to join us here at Energy Awareness Radio. How are you being? Oh, thank you. I am being terrific. Um, and, you know, life, life is always an interesting, fabulous, consistent challenge to be kind, to be flexible, to be all the things I write about, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> and your book speaks so well to kindness in basically in, in business, but also in the world. You know, it, kindness isn't new. It's something that seems to have gotten lost, though. And I think part of that is through technology. We, we're so technological, it creates our ability to get things done quickly to the point of reacting in many cases well, without thinking or using our filters or considering others who are involved. So kindness is very critical, and we do need to be reminded of every day. So thanks to Ellen for that, and thank you for your book to be reminded that this is an important part of what we need to do. So I guess my first question would be, what prompted you to write a book bringing kindness specifically into business? Well, you know what's interesting? I have this wonderful dear friend. I've known her over 20 years, and she's 82 this year. Yay. And, you know, she's dealing with aging issues, and I've been – there for her and one of her few friends that have just really stuck with her and doing things she needs as she's dealing with aging issues. And, you know, here's what's interesting. One day she looked at me and she said, you know, thank you for being so kind. And wouldn't it be nice if people were more kind today? She said, in fact, I think there needs to be a new currency, the currency of kindness. And I went, Mm. ding, 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 that's the book. And, you know, when someone just says something to you in your spirit and your soul, you know that's what's needed next. And as divine timing would have it, my publisher, Career Press, really rushed this book. I mean, it felt to me like <laughs> like I was just 
trying to keep up with the editing and the, you know, their, their deadlines and all kinds of things. And then it came out two days after the inauguration when we've lived through a tremendous amount of upset and protests and, and uh, mudslinging and all kinds of things that have been going on energetically and how perfect to have a book on kindness. Like I couldn't have asked for anything better. <laughs> That's why your publisher was pushing you. Everything's about timing. As we know, that is an incredible story though, to have it come out right after the inauguration. I mean, that's just crazy. That's good. <laughs> Isn't that fun? I know I couldn't have planned it better myself. <laughs> no, no. And you were freaking out for a very good reason. <laughs> so now, Let's get into the meat of the book. And one of the things is because where the show is not going to be an hour tonight, people, it's going to be a half hour. We have things that are going on technologically and we need to deal with them. So we're hoping we're going to stay on the line. But there are, to get to your book, there are seven pathways to kindness. So I thought, let's talk about those and at least get that much in during this show. Is that okay Thank with you? Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so uh, some people say, talk about return on investment. And I, in Profit of Kindness, we speak about return on kindness. Uh, or rocks mm-hmm. are okay, right? And here's what's yep. interesting, because I do a lot, of, a lot of consulting for companies. And what I've discovered is that companies who have more kindness have a better bottom line. They have better teams. They have happier employees. They have happier customers. And most importantly, too, they have a great, uh, usually a, a wonderful perception in the marketplace. So how does all that tie into kindness? So what I what I discovered was that the, these companies that I've been working with have some similar traits. And by the way, those that I get brought in to have more kindness don't often have these traits. One of them mm. is flexi- flexibility. Okay, companies need to be flexible. Now I'm talking about one person companies, or I'm talking about corporate companies. It really doesn't matter. Your employees need to know that they have the opportunity to do what they need to do in their life, take care of what they need to take care of, and that they have the freedom to do so. And I think particularly in today's workplace, that employees are much happier when they have more flexibility. It makes a huge difference. So that's, that's number one. Well, and let me just say something, and that's to a degree, because people do sometimes tend to take advantage of the flexibility that's offered them, and all of a sudden their job becomes everybody else's job because they had to go and do something, and that's not fair to the other workers. So flexibility is good, but to a degree, because if they start to take advantage, I have to be honest, I'd fire somebody that was doing that, and I've I've seen this situation come up, and I think, seriously, you expect all these other people to do your job, and you're still getting paid, and you're going taking time off for reasons that really don't apply, and then if it comes down to it, and you use up all your vacation days, you're upset with me, because I'm not going to pay you for taking that time off, so to a degree, correct? Well, of course, and listen, here's the deal, every company needs policies. I I like the 80-20 rule. You know, 80% of the time your policies will work, and 20% of the time you need to be flexible. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I tend to find that way. You know, recently I had a consulting client, and she came on the line and clearly was uh, a little bit stressed. She was in her, her bookkeeping mode, and she hadn't completed the assignments. We talked about all kinds of good stuff. And I said, you know, this does not sound like a good time for you. She said, yeah, but Jill, I know in your policies, you know, if I don't do the session, you charge me for it and it still counts. I said, yeah, in the perfect world, that's true. Um, right. But, you know, we're human beings and it sounds like, 
you need some flexibility. And so I gave her that flexibility and it made a big difference for her in her perception of me, as well as the fact that, you know, why do I need a stressed out client on the phone? It's just, it doesn't always make sense. No, and I'm glad you clarified that because that is the flexibility we're talking about rather than when there's flexibility that's kind of open-ended and people take advantage of it. So it's that more that type of flexibility. And I'm just, you know, I, I see a lot of the other often clients who come in and I think, you know, you shouldn't be taking advantage of your employer like that. I would truly fire you. <laughs> and they just, you know, oh, that's when they realize they're they're taking too much. But, yeah, in instances like that, things do have to be talked out and, and determined. So, yeah, flexibility is a huge, huge part of it. Yes, makes a big difference. So that's mm-hmm. the big thing. Uh, generosity. So generosity mm-hmm. can look like a num- number of things. It can be a employee contribution program. It can be excusing your employees to go volunteer and actually paying them for it. Um, in my case, I teach a publicity course, and I make sure that I have a nonprofit in every single course. And, you know, sometimes I'm going on Facebook and saying, all right, who's a nonprofit who wants to take this course? Write to me and tell me why, you know, and I do mm-hmm. do it that way. So I think deciding what works, um, it could be, you know, tithing a certain amount. It could be a time uh, or volunteer in your community. But I do think that level of generosity is important to include in your business and as part of your plan, I mean, for me, it is part of my plan. So not only do I give away that, but also, um, you know, in raffles and fundraisers, uh, there's mm-hmm. a big heart, associ- heart association event happening in, in my part of town uh, coming up. And I gave away one of my publicity courses like that, you know, do mm-hmm. things that are consistently generous and give away uh, whether it be your services or uh, different things in the company, uh, I think that's really key. And that includes both for your employees and for your customers. And I think so that's, that that's even though biggie. it is a biggie, and, and, and that makes a difference sometimes when people are taking a job too because they want to make sure that the employer is philanthropic. So I think too that you know, when we're talking about this right now, we're talking about it specifically for business purposes, but think about it, people. This is about every relationship you have. It's applicable to everything. So it's not just business. You can utilize all of these for, for everything that goes on in your life, every relationship you have, correct? Absolutely. This is about business. This is about your relationships personally. This is about your friends. Absolutely. You know, I don't believe that we are different people. You know, maybe some people believe that. But personally, I think you're who you are in business, in life, in your personal relationships. You know, okay, maybe meeting a friend for lunch, you're not quite as formal. But, you know, I I think that if you are different people, we need to look at bringing those people together, (laughs) creating one terrific person yeah. versus versus multiple people that would be a lot to keep up with <laughs> yeah exactly that's why you know you always tell the truth so you don't have to remember the yeah. lies i mean it's, it's just hard. a good yeah. thing right yeah. <laughs> okay so what's the next one well so one of the other ones is patience and you know i have to tell you this was so fun because when i was writing the book and writing the chapter on patience of course, everything came up to test my patience, you can imagine, right? <laughs> and, you know, like, what do you do? Like, what do you do when you call the phone company and you're on hold for an hour? Um, you know, this happened to me actually the other day. I was trying to order my iPhone 7, and I got all the way through to the credit card process, 
it took an hour. I, I don't really know why, but um, it took an hour. We got all the way through the credit card. He was asking a final question, and the call dropped. Now, in mm-hmm. my mind, like, why doesn't he just call me back? He clearly has my phone number, right? <laughs> For some reason, they didn't call me back. When I got on the phone the next time with AT&T, I said, listen, I'm a little upset because I've already spent an hour on the phone, you know, um, and we went through this whole process. Well, she had me done and complete in 15 minutes. Part mm. of why I think it, it was so expressed like that is because, by the way, they didn't have anything for my previous record. Don't ask me why. But, um, you know, it's like I, I make a joke. You want to test your patience? Just call the utility companies. It really works. <laughs> <laughs> true. But you know, Very true. Yes. And, you know, but also letting her know, listen, here's what happened. I'm I'm a little frustrated. I know it's not you. And can you please fix it and go really, you know, efficiently for me in this moment? And she said, yes. Yeah. And she did. Right, because if you yelled at her and said, okay, this is what happened, and nobody's listening to me, and you're screaming down the phone, and she would have just ignored you and probably released you from the phone as well, and, and you know, under the guise of, oh, well, you got disconnected again. So, it, yeah, far better to go at things with <laughs> kindness. <laughs> yes, and, and maybe, you know, explaining when things go wrong or awry um, and saying, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm never saying roll over and, uh, whatever. I think it's important to have firm boundaries and know what your policies mm-hmm. are as a company and as a business. I think all of that is very important. But I also think there are always exceptions and that there are times where you just need to do maybe what's called the right thing in that moment and just yes. keep it really simple. Yes. And keep it really simple. Mm-hmm. With respect. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> yep. Okay, so let's see, that's three. We've got six more. <laughs> um, no, actually, only a few no, more. Four more, enough. sorry. No, four more. So um, compassion. You know, how yeah. does your company show compassion? How, what you're doing in the marketplace, do people, um, are, are they caring? Are you showing up and showing up well for others? Uh, you know, do you have a program in place that's one of serving others and making a difference, whether that's a service-oriented program. You know, I know a woman who raised her children. By the way, a very high-profile public relations – actually, I'm sorry, she didn't do public relations. She did strategic consulting. And uh, she had had a time every single month where she took her kids and they did the soup kitchen. Now, believe me, not like this woman had a lot of time to do this, but she very Mm -hmm. specifically did it because – that's what she wanted to teach her children. That's what I'm talking about, teaching your children yeah. well by, by you doing well. And that's as companies, as families, as parents, as siblings, you know, whatever it means for each one. So that's, that's one of the other really important ones. Sure. We learn um, by example, you know, and if we see the example, we'll follow it. And especially with children, they, they learn well that way. Exactly. Exactly. And and then there's gratitude, you know. How about just being thankful for uh, the contributions of your employees, your coworkers, your team members, really remembering to say thank you and, and acknowledge them. You know, like I like surprising my employees with um, cash. <laughs> That's always good, right? Yes. <laughs> and, and, I'll, and I'll mail them sometimes, you know, just like a cash surprise or or, you know, sort of out in the middle of nowhere and I'll honor anniversaries of our work together. 
that kind of thing. If they were all, I have a lot of virtual team, but if they were with me and when I've had team, you know, we would go out to lunch or dinner together and, and create community together. Cause I think that, that makes a big difference. Makes a huge difference. And, and, and cash. That, yes. Cash, cash is one size fits all. You don't have to return it. So it always works. That's right. That's right. That's a good thing. <laughs> And then there's connection, you know, being connected to others, um, having ways that, like, even when I'm saying about taking to lunch, um, one of the women I interviewed in the book, she owns a couple of veterinarian practices, and and she does, you know, bring bring lunch to her employees every week. Um, at Easter, she gives them baskets, you know, fun things, because she likes them to feel like they're kids again sometimes. You know, we mm-hmm. we often forget all those fun things we used to do as children. And then when they're finished with the Easter basket, she actually refills it. Uh, you know, just silly, fun things like that, but that make a big difference and that have people remember you. It's true. I mean, my last name is Love, and yesterday was Valentine's Day. I did not wear red, and everyone said, why aren't you wearing red? I said, I don't need to wear red. My last name is Love. I am Valentine's Day. (laughs) I don't, you know, I don't need to wear red. There you go. But I send things to people. Just, I just go through a list, and I see, okay, who do I think I want to send these to? And I send e-Valentines, or I send people something until I have their snail mail address. And it's a surprise, because they don't expect it. And, you know, they don't expect it from me. So there you go. It, you, you do something that's a surprise, and it, it really boosts the person's day. It really makes them feel good for the day. Yes, big difference, big difference. Mm-hmm. And that is, is finding, you know, wonderful things that you can do to have people know that they're remembered and thought of. And um, that can be as simple as, you know, sending a card, like you're saying, picking up the phone. How about that? And just saying, hello, I'm thinking of you. With no mm-hmm. agenda at all, no agenda at all. You know, we're all busy. That's the truth. And um, one thing I do is that every month I have 25 people that I stay connected to. I call them my advocates, and they are people that recommend me for speaking or consulting or, um, you know, if I ever had to have a reference, they might be on that list. Um, some of them are that. Some of them are just people I really respect and admire uh, but I continue to keep in touch with them and and do simple, maybe easy things that just have them know that I am remembering them. So at Thanksgiving, I send a Thanksgiving card and tell them I'm grateful for them in my life. You know, simple things that mean something, and it's a point of connection. So that makes a big mm-hmm. difference. Yeah, it does. It does. People need that. Yeah, I think so. I think it's time to get people reconnected. Absolutely. Yeah. And more now than ever before, I believe. Oh, absolutely. This is, you know, <laughs> these are these are these are tumultuous times and and kindness is the new respect. I think it's important that we be kinder, that we connect to each other, that we're more generous than ever. And um, the last but not least uh, rock return on kindness is positivity, to be positive. You know, that's demanding, by the way, staying positive. When one must stay vigilant to stay positive. And it doesn't mean, you know, life is a Pollyanna ride. Uh, but I also know from my own experience that um, as I say and create things positively, well, guess what happens? More positive things. 
but it you know it takes focus and and time and energy and sometimes you know when someone asks you how you're doing you say great even though everything isn't great in the moment right right because people don't want to hear about all your problems so when you say how are things going and you can say eh you know not so great right now but you know it's overall okay or you know but don't go into it in great detail because no that's bringing everybody down and you need to keep the energy up. And that person needs to keep That's the right. energy up, too. So if they, you know, it shifts people's perspective. It really does. It makes a huge, huge difference. That's right. Exactly. It makes a huge difference. And, and um, I think as people see you as a company, as individuals, as CEOs, and, and that the activities are consistent across the board, your perception is consistent, your reputation is consistent, you know, it's that, that, that's what pays big dividends. And what I've discovered, not only the research for the book, Profit of Kindness, but really, you know, in my own life, uh, how profit, how kindness just generally does pay big dividends. And we do it because it's the right thing to do. And then what we see are all the results thereof. And it's good for us. I mean, if you start, you know, it's the fuel that's really necessary for cohesive relationships. Because if you start any conversation with kindness, no matter what that conversation is, even if you think you have to speak with somebody about something that's not, you know, going to go over well, I guarantee if you come from it from a point of kindness, coming from your heart center, you will find a better outcome than anticipated. Would you agree with that? Always, always, always. And, you know, sometimes that will take a moment. In Profit of Kindness, we actually tell people to, we give them a breathing exercise because, you know, of course, when we have to communicate things that are tough and uh, intense or, you know, fire someone or have those tough conversations, absolutely coming from kindness is, is, is an absolute key. And I know in my own company, when I've had to have those, what I might call tough conversations, I'll just say, you know, here's, what I'm feeling and how I'm thinking and here's what I'm perceiving and, and keep it in the eye and not in the blame and the judgment. And usually that person comes forth pretty darn well, makes a big difference. It does. Yeah. And they understand as well. So even though it may be a difficult thing, they kind of get it. It's a growth for them too. So, you know, you both in every situation with a student and the teacher. So even there, you Always. know, a great way to say it. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The, uh, you know, there's so many ways to extend kindness, too, because people will say, well, okay, those, those are seven great things, but how do you start doing them easily so that it actually flows into your life? And, I mean, to me, some of the simplest ways are just, you know, smiling at someone, listening, saying good morning, looking them in the eye and sincerely speaking instead of just throwing a thank you. You know, oh, yeah, thanks, and, and walking away. That's really not saying thank you. That's just doing what you're obligated to do. So if you really take the time for another that is going to help with all your relationships, professional, personal, whether you know the person for 20 million years or you just met them two seconds ago. It doesn't really matter. It really is easy to be kind. And right now, I see a lot of younger people, students, performing acts of kindness much more now than in the past. And I find that most encouraging. Do you see that as well? Oh, it's incredible. I, um, I saw an elementary school 
uh, making signs about t- you know time to be more kind, and I'm like, oh my god, I love this, um, <laughs> you know. So is it is it absolutely up? Yeah, yes, it is because I think people are realizing that we've become a divided nation, that there's a lot of unkindness in all kinds of places, that there's been more discrimination than ever, and we want to avoid the hate and the prejudice, etc. Um, but I, I'm seeing absolute actions by younger generation uh, taking steps, taking action, making signs. I, I just I'm so excited by it. And uh, there, I read an article recently about a young woman who was actually actually starting to make a really good business in her kindness signs. Isn't that mm. great? And you know, it's interesting. Yeah, I was at Universal Studios um, in December. And there was there was a an opportunity to take a picture for kindness, and they had a frame for kindness, and then they could retweet about kindness. I thought this is definitely a theme, you know. As you said, Ellen's been talking about it for years. Ellen DeGeneres, be kind to mm-hmm. one another. Uh, you know, we have lots of ways that we're telling everybody to be more kind. And it is so effective. It's it's more of a strategy than it is, you know, it's a strategy to, and that's probably not the right word, but I'm using it anyway. It's a strategy to use whether you're in business or a personal relationship because it will it makes a solid foundation. So, yes, it is a strategy to build a solid foundation for a relationship regardless of what the capacity of that relationship is. You got it. You got it. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think that's probably uh, – the, the a good way to say it because people, you know, kindness is, is easy to do, even if you don't think that you can do it. And you can, you can actually create kindness in another person if you're kinder to them. There's a gentleman I know that everybody's intimidated by, and they do you don't want to meet him, T, you don't want to meet him. So I wanted to meet him because everybody was telling me I didn't want to meet him. So I made sure I met him at the next event that I went to, and I called him, sir. I said, excuse me, sir, I don't think we've met. My name is T. Love. You know, and he said, well, it might be better if we don't meet. And I said, okay, well, thank you for your time and you enjoy your evening. And then he was intrigued by that. And he sought me out at the next meeting and said, you didn't care that I was, you know, pushing you away. And I said, no, that's up to you. This is your journey. I'm doing mine. And mine's fine. Thank you. If you want to join me along in it and see part of it and see what's going on, that's great. If you don't, you can go your own way, but you will be the loser. And he just looked at me and he was like, wow, nobody talks to him like that. Now we talk all the time. He sees me at events. He'll come over and say, hello, I've met his wife. She's wonderful. Um, And she said, he's a different person since he met you. So I, I think you can actually help people to change if you are kind to them and you don't worry about what they're doing back to you. They'll, they'll realize, oh, it doesn't matter, but it does matter if I'm nice. I, I don't know. You must have seen this in your work. Absolutely. And what a beautiful story, you know, and I think um, some people get a bit of a front just to kind of make a wall and keep others away. And and kindness can penetrate all kinds of situations. It, you know, countries have been changed by it. Wars have been stopped because of it. And uh, action, big action has been taken uh, because of the actions of kind, good people in the world. What a difference it makes. And what a huge difference it makes. And I know that I've got about two minutes left before the tech start doing things that aren't going to be good for the show. So before we go, I would love it if you would be able to tell people how they may learn more about you and where they may purchase your book, The Prophet of Kindness. Yes, thank you so much. So 
go check out Profit, that's P-R-O-F-I-T, ProfitofKindness.com, and that'll direct you to the books uh, and ways to buy them or any of your bookstores. You can ask for it by name, Profit of Kindness. And if I can help you in any way, please email me to support lublin.com that's support at jill lublin l-u-b-l-i-n.com and i have to say you know although this book is written geared toward business reading the book and and seeing it there are so many applications this is not just for business anyone can use this so it's a great book because it's easy to read and it's simple to do that's what's important sometimes things are easy but they're not simple so this is simple. So she's written it in a way, Jill has written this in a way where anybody can understand it. It's simple to implement in your life. And I'm sure if somebody called you and said, I'm not really interested in the business side, you'd still be able to help them, would you not? <laughs> Absolutely. Are you kidding? Absolutely. I'm happy to help any way I can. Oh, well, Jill, thank you for taking time to join us here tonight at Energy Awareness Radio. I'm sorry for the technical difficulties. I apologize for that. I hope you have a wonderful evening. Perhaps we can have you back another time to discuss this more, to go further into it and make up for the time that we're losing tonight. So think about that. Thanks. Oh, thank You're welcome. you. And I'm delighted to be here, and thank you for the, the good news and, and kindness you spread in the world. Oh, and you too. Thank you so much. You take care. Have a great night. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. So, listeners, we need you to spread the word. We know you enjoy what you hear on Energy Awareness Radio, so please share it with your friends. We live in a very challenging and constantly changing world, and that's why I have the guests that I do to keep you apprised so you won't get lost in the dross of life. We need to stay aware so we can navigate easily and live in the life we are meant to live, productively, healthfully, and purposefully. And this is where you find the tools to do just that. So send the link for this show to everyone you know and let them have the same opportunity that you just had so they may learn and grow and make the world a better place for all. On behalf of everyone here at Energy Awareness Radio, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. My name is T. Love, and I hope you'll be back next week for another great show here at Energy Awareness Radio. For more information about me, please visit my website, quantumwellness.org. You'll find an archive list of past shows, the lineup for upcoming shows, as well as information about upcoming events that I'll be hosting. Please be sure to check out our charitable organization for kids, Soji Huggles Children's Foundation, where every penny of every donation goes directly to children in need. We are run solely by volunteers. There are no salaries or stipends. And I'm also the author of the soon-to-be-released children's book, Santa's Tiniest Elves, and all of the royalties from that book will go to children in need as well. So we believe By investing in a brighter tomorrow, we are giving them a better today. Thank you for taking time to visit our website, too, www.sojihuggles.org. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter, at NRG Aware Radio. That's at NRG Aware Radio and at Soji Huggles. I am your host, T-Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio, intending you and yours a most wonderful week. Remember, living from your heart is quite easy. You need only give thanks to do so. Take care and stay well. Day in the hours ahead, and before I moved forward, I bowed my head and said, Thank you.